When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we're going to talk about two questions that have come in pretty frequently. And they're asking why the West, or Ukraine in particular, hasn't kind of embraced the idea that the best defense is strong offense. Why haven't they seized the initiative and gone after critical things? Um, so we're just going to kind of go through them because with the frequency that these questions come in, they're, they're, they're probably being asked by a lot of people. Okay, so the first one is, why doesn't Ukraine just go after the pipelines and cut off Russia's economy themselves? First, I, I don't know that Ukraine actually has the capability to do that. That's way more complicated than you might think. Um, the other side to that is, while economic warfare has definitely become accepted in this conflict, and it's within bounds, so to speak, to cut off Russia's cash flow like that, when they do that, at the same time, they would be harming economies in Europe that are very much funding the Ukrainian war effort right now. So it becomes a balancing question. Is it more beneficial to Ukraine to have those economies functioning and pumping in what they need or to cut off Russia's cash flow and perhaps anger the European economies and the countries that didn't take their national security seriously enough to, to go to renewables, much like the United States. You know, as I say that, um, the U.S. Is, is doing the same thing. Just quick aside, going green, going to better energy, cleaner energy, stop using dirty energy, that's a national security priority. And it's one that the U.S. is ignoring and has been for a very long time. So is Europe. So that's why. They want to keep the economies that are helping them functioning. So... And they also don't want to anger them. The next one is one that comes in really often. Um, why, why doesn't the West just get rid of Putin? Uh, I would say that's a bad idea for a whole bunch of reasons. Um, not just from the my philosophical standpoint on stuff like this, but from a strategic aspect of it, too. The... So if the U.S. did it, okay, let's just say it's the U.S., there would be a, a response from Russia. Most people who send this message are like, you know, Putin's a dictator. The people don't like him. And sure, there are people who feel that way. There are people who, who look at him as, as a bad person that they don't want leading their country. And there's probably a lot of them. And those are certainly the stories that get highlighted in Western media. Okay. However, no country is a monolith. 
there are a whole bunch of people in Russia who love their authoritarian bigot. I mean, that they view him. People in the U.S. should certainly understand this. There's a segment of the population who wants a strong man ruler who's going to tell them what to do and, and, and just cast that image of power, even if it's hurting them. So that's one reason. It wouldn't be well-received. Now, let's say that the U.S. was able to engage in some super off-the-book stuff. What happens next? I mean, best-case scenario, it, it, it goes down. They get past his wild security posture. Um, he takes his security very, very seriously. So it, it would be very hard to do this anyway. But let's say they get past it, and they make it look like it originated from within Russia. So somebody else comes to power. Best-case scenario is somebody who the U.S., the West, can't predict comes to power. What if they're worse? What if they're worse than Putin? And now they have an energized populace because of the loss of the previous head of state. That's not good. And then worst case scenario is that nobody comes out on top in that feud to take power after Putin is gone. Nobody wins. Nobody comes out a clear victor and fighting ensues. And it leads to the breakup of Russia. Now, from a Western perspective, having Russia weakened like that, that would be a good thing until you remember that strategic arsenal. Those nukes. Those nukes would then be in a whole bunch of different hands if that happened to Russia. It is better for the world um, for Russia to, to remain. Now, I personally would like to see somebody else in, in charge of it. However, that's something that Russia has to decide. The Russian people have to make that decision. If it's forced on them from outside, it will go bad. There's no way for that to go well. Um, even with the best planning and making it appear as though it, it was a patriotic effort from people inside Russia, it would probably still trigger a civil conflict there, which then runs the risk of having somebody worse come to power or breaking up the country and sending that arsenal all over the place. Um, so that's that, that's a kind of a quick look at why those two things really aren't on the table. Uh, although it's not like the U.S. has the same philosophical objections I do when it comes to removing a, a foreign head of state. Um, it, that that's pretty clear. But in this case, strategically setting aside the moral aspects, it, it doesn't play out well down the road. So that, that's why it's off the table. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.